Hey, how's it going? It's Jocelyn Hillam here with Positivity in Pregnancy and Motherhood. And if you're listening today, this is my Friday episode where I focus a little bit more on mindset and motherhood and improving our motherhoods and our lives so that we can be happier people. We can be the moms that we desire to be. Today's episode is actually a recording from a live Zoom class that I taught with one of my mentors. And I'm only going to play my part of it, but I had a lot of requests for people who could not attend that class that would like to listen to it. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to share it with you. I actually am introduced in this class, which is super fun and exciting, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining. Well, for everybody who is here, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for this. Don't worry, I'm not the presenter. My name is not Jocelyn, and I am not Shelly either. But I know both of them, and I get to introduce them tonight. And so I'm very, very excited about this. So whether you're going to be... Um, oh, <laughs> my name is Heath Shumway, and so I am married to Shelly, and I know Jocelyn through, um, through mentoring. We've, we've, did, we've done a lot of different things together. And so that's, that's the connection. And uh, so just a couple of little um, things before we get started. We, we recommend that if you're listening live, if you will please turn off your camera and also mute yourself, just so we don't have that background um, noise and so that, that, we can, that we can stay on task. The other thing that I recommend is, is you know what, this is gonna be, this is gonna be fantastic. You're going to hear some new things. Maybe you're going to hear some things you've heard before, but you're going to hear it from a new perspective. And so what I recommend is you take some notes if you can, because anytime that you try to make some change, even if you're following somebody else's counsel, when you go to make that change, you've got to be able to get it inside of your head. And some of the best ways to do that is to be able to take notes and then refer back to them after the fact. But that is enough about me. Let's talk about Jocelyn. Um, so Jocelyn is a homeschooling mom of four. Her deepest desire as a young girl was to become a mom. And when motherhood did come, it was harder than she expected it to be. Difficult pregnancies and struggles and enjoying motherhood presented themselves early for her. And she doubted the childhood desire of being a mom, a stay-at-home mom. Six years ago, she went to her first self-help type seminar and realized that she didn't have to be stuck. She didn't have to let go of her hopes and dreams. She started working through her thoughts. And little by little, she found mindset shifts that helped in her pregnancy and motherhood. She now enjoys and loves her role as a mother and also found thoughts to help with difficult pregnancies. She has a passion and desire to share those tips with other moms who desire to find more fulfillment in motherhood and pregnancy and has since started a podcast called Positivity in Pregnancy and Motherhood. 
She shares her learnings on this podcast for the pregnancy-focused episode on Tuesdays and a mindset in motherhood episode on Fridays. Today, she will share how spring cleaning her time has significantly helped her find deeper happiness in life. So let's just give it up for Jocelyn. (laughs) Thank you. You're so kind. Thank you for that intro. Um, Heath and Shelly Shumway have actually been very pivotal in pivotal mentors in my personal development. And I wouldn't be where I am at today without their mentorship, without their classes. And I'm really excited to be with Shelly. Some of Shelly's classes have helped me dive deep into my personal development and work through some feelings of not feeling great and unworthy. And through through taking those and, and learning that stuff, I feel I feel great relief from some of those mental burdens I carried. She is really good at, at emotionally decluttering and helping you through that process. And I'm I feel really honored and excited to be here with her to do it today. And someone lucky can have the opportunity to have some free coaching from her today, which is so fun and exciting. So let's get started, though. Uh, Spring is in the air. My kids actually just got back from picking some daffodils at the neighbor's house. He called them and asked them to go pick. And so there's those blooms coming out and things are are getting brighter outside, quite literally, which is really fun. So I'm sure you've probably heard of spring cleaning. When I get nervous, I talk fast, so (laughs) I gotta remember to slow down a little bit. Um, Spring cleaning is the practice of thoroughly cleaning the house at springtime. It's been especially prevalent in climates of a cold winter. I live in Southeast Idaho and we have one of those cold winters. Traditionally, spring cleaning could have stemmed from the Persian New Year. They thoroughly cleaned everything from the drapes to the furniture. It could also date back to the Jewish practice of thoroughly cleansing the home in anticipation of springtime festival of Passover. Or it could come from North America, where I live, where before the vacuum was invented, they would dust in the spring because it was warm enough to open the windows and doors, but not warm enough for the insects to be a problem. And the high winds could carry the dust out of the house. This is also the time of year when the coal furnaces wouldn't run and one could wash the suit off of the walls and the furniture that were left by the furnace. So we talked a little bit about what spring cleaning is, what it is physically, but today we're not going to do physical spring cleaning. We're going to start spring cleaning our time, spring cleaning our mind. And actually by spring cleaning your time, you spring clean your mind. So we're going to clean up all that dust, the soot, and the grime that can collect over with our time and in our mind and learn ways to clean it up, to take care of the mess. I will specifically be referring to social media as I give my little presentation, and I want you to let your mind run across it as we progress. So if you're not on social media, maybe think about the time spent on Pinterest or emails or on shows and TV, what have you, any type of screen, you can apply this and what you watch to what I talk about, but I will commonly refer to it as social media. Think about that and how it can apply to those areas. Why is spring cleaning your time even important? Why does it matter? Our brains are soaking up everything that we take in. Even though you may not consciously realize it, everything that you see, read, or hear on social media is changing 
the way that you think in some way or another. And I actually just remembered that I did prepare some slides and we're going to pull those up really quick. So sorry that you don't have the slides in front of you as this is a podcast episode and I just took the audio. I will try to interject if I feel that a picture needs described or the words on the slide need retold to you. So why is it important? We're talking about social media. Our brains soak up everything that we see and take in. Even though you may not consciously realize it, everything that you read, hear, see, feel on social media is changing you in some way or another. Often these changes can be really small and imperceptible, and we don't even realize that they're happening. And sometimes we don't even realize it for many years. I really resonate with analogies, and I want to share an analogy with you that I learned from Tony Robbins. He calls it the Niagara Syndrome. Okay, think of life as a river. Think of social media as a river. Many of us jump into the river of social media without ever really deciding where we want to end up we can quickly get caught up in the current. Current events, current fears, current challenges, current trends, current issues. And when we come to these forks in the river, we don't consciously decide where we're going to go. We just, quote, go with the flow of the river, and we become part of the mass of people who are directed by social media and what they see in front of them. Or even more recently and lately, if you have heard about this, what Facebook and Instagram and those platforms choose to put in front of you. Sometimes we don't even really realize, but they are choosing what they think you like and they're putting that in front of you. Instead, so they're putting that in front of you instead of your own morals and values. And as a result, we can feel a little bit out of control. Why? Because our decision was our decisions about what we focus on and about what things mean and what to do are unconsciously directed by the social media. And we remain in that unconscious state until one day the sound of the raging waters can wake us up and we discover that we are about five feet from Niagara Falls in a boat with no oars. At this point we might say, oh shoot, (laughs) but by that time it might be too late we might take a fall. This fall can come in many forms. Discouragement, unhappiness, discontent, unsatisfaction, frustration, annoyance, stress, anxiety, contention in relationships, and so on and so forth. So these current events can affect our motherhood or fatherhood or our relationships with our spouse, our children, and our overall outlook on life. It is likely some of those mental challenges that come from what we look at on social media could have been prevented if we made some better decisions upstream. So how do you turn this around? If you are caught in the momentum of this raging river, how do you turn it around? Tony Robbins continues. He says, either make a decision to put both oars in the water and start rowing like crazy in a new direction or decide and plan ahead. So that is actually what I want to help you with tonight. We are going to screen, (laughs) spring clean who you are following on social media and help you to develop a plan to keep clean what you have, what you're going to clean. 
This will help to keep you from getting within five feet of the Niagara Falls and in a direction that you don't want to be. I want you to be directed by your own values and not by what social media puts in front of you. My life was actually lost in the social media current for a long time. I was really unhappy. I was unfulfilled. Life lost its luster. I just didn't feel like life was going great. And I was kind of living in self-pity. One part of social media that really tended to trap me was the comparison trap. It was a really big vice and it kept dragging me down. Over the years, I have gotten a lot better and I've gotten a handle on the current and I am better able to row my life where I desire my life to go. I am happier. I feel more free and I'm less distracted. I'm able to have better connection with my husband, with my children and with those around me because I'm not so distracted. Um, So I was lost in that social media um, trap, the comparison trap. Um, How though, how do we figure out this trap? How do we get better at it? How do we get to where we are directing the current instead of the current directing us? So I'm not perfect at it, but I've been a lot better able to row my life where I want it to go and feel less distracted. So I'm going to give you three things. There's our rivers and the strong current. You get to pick who you follow and what you do. Sometimes we just scroll through social media and don't realize it, but we actually have a choice on who we follow. So if who you follow uplifts and inspires, encourages, and educate you, then you can keep them for now. And on the other end, if they cause mental comparisons, take too much time, or create contention, you're going to unfollow them. So I know I went through those fast, but we're going to give examples of each so that you know like how you can apply it to those you think about on your social media list. Okay, so the first one, uplifts and inspires. Oh, and I got to say this real quick. I was just checking my notes. Something really cool about Facebook and Instagram, if you don't know it, is that you can still be friends with people and unfollow them and they don't know. (laughs) It's kind of nice and such a a helpful tool when spring cleaning who you are following on, on these platforms. So I follow a limited number of people because it's very important to me whether where I direct my life. It's very important to me that I don't get stuck in the current that is difficult to get out of. And because you're here, because you're listening and participating, I know that you probably feel the same way. You don't want your life and your time to be dictated. You want to take control of it. So we're going to start with uplifts and I'm going to give you examples from my own life. And I want you to think of examples that might be on your platforms or in your social media viewing that can be examples for you. So something that uplifts me that I have chosen to still follow is my church. I belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and that uplifts and inspires me and gives me news about my church, which I like. I also follow some close friends and family that, that don't post a lot. Someone that inspires and kind of helps me in healthy eating is an account called eating bird food. I really like her account because I feel like she gives good, healthy recipes when I'm feeling lacking that I can use to apply in our eating and they're healthy. So I, that one inspires me. 
garden answer is one other one that inspires me. She has amazing yard tips and planting gardens, and she inspires me to do better in my garden. So one that encourages is positive parenting solution. I really like positive parenting solutions because parenting is hard. (laughs) It's no joke. And there are some days where I just, I don't know what to do. And positive parenting solutions actually has really good ideas on how to handle some of those difficult situations with your kids. Another one that encourages me is her name is Sarah Grace. She is a business entrepreneur woman of my faith who encourages women like me to to grow their business, to let their light shine and not be afraid of that. And that encourages me when it feels really hard and impossible to move forward in business, to keep going. So as I'm listing some of mine, are you thinking, thinking of some of the ones on your feed that encourage and inspire and lift you up? I want to list one more that encourages, and this is Matt and Savannah Shaw. I don't know if you've heard their music, but it's a father-daughter duo that has recently come out, well, probably around COVID. And they just give sing uplifting songs. Their voices are amazing. And they, they constantly encourage and inspire me as well. And the last area is education. And sometimes it's really nice to just have tidbits here and there of ways you can learn. So another example that I have on my feed is a um, Instagrammer who's called Legally Legit. And she helps small businesses, specifically women like me, to get legally legit in, in running their business. So she educates and I scroll through and I learn from her and learn like the things to do, the things not to do. What's this about? I've learned a lot about LLCs that I didn't know before. (laughs) So stuff like this can really help you move forward in your goals and in your life. They can help you be on the right current and not be so not as distracted. And now we're going to talk and like help your mind to stay clean. So now we're going to talk about the ones that might need a little bit of decluttering, some spring cleaning, if you will. The first group in that that I'm going to give examples of are the mental comparisons. Comparisons can really drag us down and they make us feel less than because we we just feel like we're not as good. We're not as far in life. We're not reaching the goals that other people are and it makes us feel bad. So I'll give you a, or it can make us feel bad. I'll, I'll give you a quick example of that. Um, I started following a podcaster that was really inspiring. She had reached high levels of success really fast. And I was like, this is awesome. I'm a podcaster. Maybe if I just kind of be like her, I'll be able to have high levels of success a lot faster. And so I started following her. I followed her pictures. I followed her videos. And I just kind of had this moment where it came to my, sometimes in life, you have those thought processes that continue, pay attention to those ones when you get them. So I was sitting there looking on my phone. It was actually one of her stories and her story was talking about her son. They had gone um, ice skating and they had put a pillow in his pants so that if he fell, it wouldn't hurt. And this just played in my mind. Like it kept playing how, I was making her son who I didn't even know her, who I didn't even know and his pillow and his pants more important than the kids, my kids that were immediately around me. And that was just kind of like 
that was like, whoa, that was kind of when I was in the river, I was in the current and revelation and God helped me to realize that this is not helping you. So I unfollowed her and have not followed her since. And if you get that way, if you get to where you're comparing yourself or you're putting other people's kids in pictures above your own family, that is when you might need to think about unfollowing. Another area is ones that take too much time. So some people really have really great content, but they post a ton. And just to go through their posts, it takes a ton of time. <laughs> Sometimes we have to dust and, and um, clean those cobwebs out of those ones because they just take too much time. I've even had to do this with some of my close friends and just, just unfollow them because it, it just wasn't, it wasn't worth my time. Um, oops, I skipped through that. Sorry about that. Okay. The, the last area that I wanted to talk about was if it creates unnecessary contention. And I'm going to list a hot one, which is politics. <laughs> I remember when politic, when I first really started noticing politics on Facebook, and there would be posts that people would make that would just get me fired up and steamy, kind of heated and angry, and they would create divisiveness. And I would feel not like a kind person in my heart. I was feeling angry and upset. And like, I wanted to write back and tell them all the reasons they were wrong and all the reasons I was right. And I never did this. Thankfully, my husband talked me out of it, but sometimes politics can really put us in a negative mental state or really upset or create divisiveness. That is one area that that me, I had to just stop following people like that, that posted too many political posts that were triggering for me. I just, it was, it was a little too much. Another way that you can kind of waste time or feel this unnecessary contention is those really big group posts. So if you've joined some of the large groups that Facebook or Instagram has, mostly Facebook is the one I seen it in. I saw one the other day um, where Anonymous, someone anonymous, so she wouldn't even post her name, was posting about something that her husband did that really upset her. And on this post, there was 158 comments of how she was how she was validated in this issue. And I'm not saying that doing stuff like that is bad because sometimes getting insight could be good, but is it worth your time? and your stressing thoughts to be so involved in her life and what her husband did that it's um, stressing your thoughts. Is it, is it worth it? So I want you to just start taking a closer look about what is coming across your feed. You're going to have to determine for yourself if they are helpful or hindering. Because for me, like the eating bird food lady, the health food lady that I really like, she might be a comparison trap for someone who is into health food and has their own health food thing. And, and that could be a comparison trap. So it's not like a one size fits all. It's a part where you get to really tune into your own intuition, your own revelation to determine which accounts or which shows or which emails or which Pinterest accounts you should keep following or unfollow or unsubscribe. So we've talked a little bit of how to spring clean and who to spring clean off of your list. Once you spring clean this off your list, it will free your time and it will free your brain space because your brain space will not be taken up with so much negativity that you can actually be a happier and lighter person. Um, so how 
now we talked about spring cleaning. I want to talk about how do you keep your social media time clean going forward? I actually have two examples of this. So there was a time a little bit ago where I was, I saw a hair tutorial. I can't remember whose, whose post it was on, but I saw this hair tutorial and I, I have three daughters. So I was like, yeah, that was really cool. It was really easy. I'll be able to do that simply. And I, I followed them. I was like, maybe they have other hair tutorials. But a couple of weeks later, I realized that this hair tutorial place was posting a lot. They were posting all the time and they were doing some styles and haircuts that I wouldn't really do for myself or my family. So I was like, okay, it's time to unfollow that account. So I unfollowed that account. I also recently saw some, a grammar, grammar account and learning proper grammar. I'm teaching my kids homeschool. So it was, it was appealing to me and I started following them and I'm going to see within a week or two, if this is going to uplift and help me educate myself, or if it's going to be one of those ones that takes way too much time and isn't really the value that I thought it would be. So moving forward, you can start following these new accounts or these new people. Just give it like a week or two and see is that really valuable? Is it really leading you down the current and the path that you want it to be? Or is it not? Is it holding you back? Is it stealing your time, causing comparisons or contention? Um, spring cleaning can really help. If you follow less people, you spend less time on it. If you follow what uplifts, you will feel happier. There are many aspects of time and spring cleaning our time that we could talk about. Even we could talk about more in relation with social media, but this will give you a great start. God and Revelation just kept saying to me over and over again to keep it really simple and to start here. So I hope that as you go about your activities tonight, that you will start spring cleaning your list, that you will spring clean your social media, your TV time, or what have you. For your, for your spouse, do it for your spouse, do it for your family, for your kids, but most of all, do it for you. Do this spring cleaning of who you follow for you so that you can have a clearer and brighter outlook and perspective so that you can have more brain space to become the person you desire, to be led by your own morals and values and not by the current of social media. You got this. Well, there you have it. There are some tips for spring cleaning. So I gave you three guidelines for people who to keep following. And I also gave three guidelines for people to stop following. And if you didn't have a pen and paper and were taking notes during this podcast episode, as I know many of you probably weren't because you're a busy mom with kids who doesn't have time to take a pen and a paper everywhere, I am going to put those three things in the show notes. You'll have to click on my website, which will take you to the show notes. But the website will be the top link in on the description of the podcast. Go there, get the show notes, and remember which ones you should follow and which ones you should stop following to spring clean your mind, to spring clean your social media, and to have more freedom in your brain, to follow your own morals and values and let go of some of what social media thinks you should value. You can do this, Mama. I am cheering for you. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. 
for listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy, in losing that stubborn baby weight, and becoming the mom you desire to be through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.